Hey, it's Deep Focus. I'm your host, Mitch Goldman. It's part three of the three parts. This is the last chunk of this show from 2014, November 17th, Monday night. Vernon Reed on the topic of Jack Bruce. Enjoy. TV, but it's, it's this great clip because in this clip, it starts with the camera crew, and they're in the dressing room, and it comes up with, with Jack Bruce going, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And Rory Gallagher's just looking at him like, what? And next thing you know, they're like following him out on stage, and Jack has this look, this impish look on his face, because he's like soul-fedging the, the part, and like Rory Gallagher completely has no idea what's about to happen. So they go out, right. they go out, and um, they're playing politician, and, and Jack is playing it, and you can see Rory going, okay, uh, this is in the key of what exactly? And and it's amazing, so you see one of the world's great guitar players, he's like on the spot, he has no idea what the tune is, but as they play, you just see Rory Gallagher just get his talons in, and he just smokes it. But it's one of these things, and, and you can just see Jack going, okay, we're just going to see how this is going to go. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I've seen that impish smile on his face many times. We we played the Hollywood Bowl with Spectrum Road, and... Uh, one of the early, first song you played was Vuelto Abajo, and it's like, mm. bop, 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 and it's very aggressive. And like, we, they put us on this bill, and, and, and we were, it was like, we were in front of like this R&B singer, this kind of R&B singer, and, and it was like, as soon as we hit that first chord, we saw people running for the exits, oh. and then Jack, Jack had the biggest smile on his face, because <laughs> he just loved the chaos that ensued. It was just Fantastic. Only a man who sold a hundred million records. You know, he was just—he just loved it, and it was—it was a great set, but it was—it was really, really fun. But um, but really, that last uh, that band uh, was was pretty incredible. And the very last thing that you heard was a band with John McLaughlin and Billy Cobham and Stu Goldberg. I mean, really, I mean. So there's Jack Bruce, mistakenly perhaps thought of as this kind of rock guy playing with this arch fusion. All-star well, band. Well, you know, I mean, these are also tunes that are very involved, very meticulously arranged. I mean, that's the thing I mean, in this set of musicals, especially with with, with uh, McLaughlin and Cobham and Stu Goldberg. And then you go back to the, the Carla Blay with Mick Taylor. Right, previous set. The previous set, you know, and that was also music that was highly arranged and, you know, was not, you know, not just kind of loose and goosey. It was like parts. But he also was able to not just suffuse everything he did with a liveliness you know, with with a liveliness and not you know I mean he, he was able to play like whatever the music the complexity of it he was able to play with it but not just play it but play around it play upside it yeah play, you know what I mean and yeah. make it swing and just and just I'm amazed at how the the mixing of his vocals with the parts and also the things he's playing because he's singing and listening to what the playing these opposing parts to what he's singing yes it was really something you know so you, you, it sounds like there's a singer with a bass player or with a separate bass player but it's actually one dude doing doing everything so he just had that innate ability to to uh to juggle these different roles at the same time so yeah, this is like the first i'm, I'm just i'm you know, listening to that i was like man I, I, wow how did that not make it into the studio or something because yeah you know, how did that not, it was fantastic. And never, the tune that they played was called Desire and the Comforter. And I, I'd never heard this tune before until tonight. And, and it's, it's, fantastic. it's fantastic. These are uh, very rare recordings from the KCR archives that uh, are not 
not out in the stores, not on uh, iTunes or anything like that. This is incredible uh, stuff. And and yeah, and we were just saying to some people here in the studio that you know take Jack Bruce's name out of this whole thing and just play connect the dots with all the other musicians on That's this. Incredible, you know, like you see you see him connecting, you know, between just just the guitarists that he played with. You know, I feel. Very fortunate to have been in a number amongst, you know, just a, a, a clan of just amazing players, you know, that, that he, you know, that he was um, very close to and and that he was involved with. I mean, it's it's an incredible thing. Yeah, there's a, there is kind of a profile that emerges if you look, say, at the guitar players. I mean... How would could you describe these guys as a group? We're talking just in the last couple well, of sets. I mean, the thing I would say is that he, you know, everyone had a very definite. I mean, they just had a definite sound, a very definite, not just genre wise, but 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 each of the players have a personality. You know, that was he was attracted to strong personalities, and um, you know, like he played with like the great Gary Moore. You know, played with Robin Trower. I mean, played with Blue Saracino. You know, played with people from all over the spectrum and you know and and there was a kind of communication and a back and forth you know because he was also melodic and there was a, a thing that he had with guitar players that was very special i mean you know i mean he came up with the riff to, to sunshine of your love which is one of the great guitar riffs and he was a bass player but he came with this thing that was just really meaty so he had a way of of relating to the to guitar and relating to drums, you know, one of the things like we were playing the Carla Blay, the, the Carla Blay ensemble, which included the great Mick Taylor, who was mostly associated with the Stones. But in that band was Bruce Gary, this drummer is on fire, and this and, and he's associated with the band The Knack, My Sharona. So I I, I just got a whole other appreciation a, for that cat. You one know? of the more distinctively rhythmic pop songs of the last yeah, but 50 he smoked, years. I mean, he smoked, I mean, Bruce Gary was smoking. You know, he was a smoking gun. I mean, he, you know, I mean, but but of course, you look at his resume, you look it up, and you know, he played with, you know, Albert King, right? So you don't you don't get away with nonsense. You know, Albert King will slap you with his gun hands if you're not <laughs> if you're not coming correct. So, you know, it was it was it, it's a great it was a great ensemble to hear. Um, and I, so including uh, Ron Leahy on keyboards, yes, along with Carla Blay, and and that band. And the thing about it is that. Mick, um, uh, Jack was a band guy, and that was the thing that he was attracted to. And all the things you hear, whether they're projects or not, he brought a real. He believed, he you know, he believed in the music that he was doing at the time, and so he suffuses it with that kind of dedication to be really being with the music and being with the people at the time that he's doing it. And that's something that he's like a glue in a way, and and and, and even as he's kind of exploring and doing things. He's also holding everything together and holding things down. So it's it's pretty fascinating to hear how he how he fits in with a, a drummer like a Billy Cobham to, you know, to a Mitch Mitchell, you know, to a Bruce Gary, you know, and how he how he has he finds a way to communicate in inside the rhythms with each of these very different kind of players whether they're whether they're loose or whether their feel is really tight, and, and you know, um, he he finds a way to communicate, and always, always, always he's himself, but he's always adjusting to make it work, and remain himself in the conversation. So that's a very special gift. And it seems like he wore all of this pretty lightly. Well, he loved it. Well, the other, th the other thing too, you know, he was a person that loved life. 
you know, he embraced life wholeheartedly. You know, he was very much, um, like he grappled with a lot, you know, he, he was very upfront about the things he was grappling with. And, um, you know, he was, he, he, uh, he kind of wore his heart on his sleeve big time. And that's one of the, that's one of the things that made him such a great personage. That's what made him such a great part, what made him such a wonderful part of the different musics that he was a part of. Because you don't, you know, you, he wasn't sleepwalking through these things. You know, you could feel his rhythm. You could feel how much he believed in it and, 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 uh, made it happen you know and he loved it i mean he loved you know i mean he i mean he was his music got him out you know and that's that's the, that's the thing you know music got him out of a situation you know and he you know he's talking about how how um you know he, he was sent to to conservatory to kind of get out of situations that he would have you know he would have been kind of caught up in and he never forgot it. He always appreciated it. And so it meant a lot to him to play. It meant a lot to him to play. And it wasn't like this entitled, you know, there's a kind of, uh, he had an ego, like, you know, like, you know, but he had, he would check himself. That was the thing I loved about Jack. Because Jack, you know, was also rock royalty. And, but he, but he always came back to the real thing, you know. So that was that was the thing that I found in very endearing about him, because he would process. He would really be in. You know, a lot of times people is this is where I am and that's it, my way or the highway, and there you are, and then it's stuck, stays frozen. But he would, he could maybe be in that moment, and then he would immediately get off it. He would also he would turn around and go, you know, but. Maybe I'm full of it, and that I loved. I mean, that's that's how you find when I find yourself falling in love with a person when you really check when you see them. He was a real person. I mean, a lot of people that I've met are their persona, are they the thing that they project, and you don't meet the actual person. You know, there's layers of subterfuge, and, and I and I get it. You know, because. Because it's hard to put yourself out there in the world, and if you and it's and if you are fortunate enough to become well known, then people come at you, and people come at you with their jealousies and their 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 frustration. And so, it, it sometimes it's easy to have the persona up front, and you never meet the actual person. And the thing that was and in talking to Cindy and and John about Jack is, you know, we loved him. Like he, he was an actual, real person with you know, f with his flaws, with all of it, and the fact that he would turn around and go, you know what? I remember one time, man, we were, <laughs> you know, we we went through some crazy stuff, you know, because we, you know, we had to take a van to D.C. and he was just not having it, and we tried, <laughs> and it was like the get, you know, and he, he had. Like, our, God bless our road manager, Tommy. He was, like, trying to get a limo to take him to D.C. It was, it was crazy, you know. It was, like, you know, it was outrage. He was harumphing. And it was, <laughs> you know, it was, how dare you. And then, you know, it was like we were just sitting there going, we're, we're done. Like, we gotta <laughs> and the next thing you know, he just got in the van. Hmm. And, and it was just amazing. And we had the best time. 
we had the best time because he would go, well, he would go through that and then he would go, he would check himself and he would just, and that was the thing that's so, a lot of people don't do that. A lot of the celebrity Mm. type musicians that have a big name, it's over. You say one wrong word right. to them, and it's done. They're they're done. You know, they're out of the hotel room. They're 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 they go into the airport. Did he it, stop at the truck stop and get Slim Jims? Oh, and- man, it was, it was <laughs> you know, it was just. I mean, and that's the thing that um that I that I uh, the world is missing something great. The world is really missing something great with his passing, and um. You know, for me, this is like a second year in a row of losing someone. You know, we lost Shannon last year, and that was, you know, it's another person who just cut his own swath through a world and really brought reality, brought his reality, right or wrong. But, you know, big heart, you know, with all the rage and all the frustration, just the biggest heart. And, you know, Jack was a, you know, he was a, you know, he could be tough. But the fact that he would you could reach him. He was reachable. And he would and he would give he would say just one thing and just turn your head around and make you think about what you were doing in a different light. I mean, so it was a it was a, a, a and I think a lot of people who came into contact with him, um uh, you know, I can't speak to everyone who, you know, because I'm sure there are people who, you know, had whatever experience with him. But I could say for myself and really thinking about checking it with, with, with John and Cindy, you know, we, we just experienced a, just a, an incredibly real, a, a great musician who is also an extraordinary person. So, yeah. And you just hear it. And, and, and listening to him inside of all this music... I just am like, oh yeah, that's that's him for real though. That's not a, you know, that's not a. It's a, it's him for real. So, yeah. Vernon Reed is my guest tonight, and remembering yeah. Jack Bruce, uh, collaborator, co-conspirator, the band Spectrum Road that they were in together, and uh, subject of tonight's deep focus. I'm Mitch Goldman. This is WKCR. It's ticking away, man. It's just yeah. uh, sliding away from us. And uh, such a pleasure unearthing all this great music. Well, you know, he's like, I mean, he influenced just just a lot of, of um, you know, he took, a, you know, he, he influenced people to go out and, and take a risk and really be about the music. And, you know, um, Art, you know, people like Dave Grohl, people like Mike Watt, you know, like musicians like that, you know, they, they're directly, you know, musicians like Melvin Gibbs, you know, people who who embody a lot of different, you know, Christian McBride, you know, people that embody a lot of different realities in music that don't, you know, because, you know, of course, you don't have to, you know what I mean? if you If you don't feel it, it's totally fine to be a specialist and be do you know do you know be real right if that's not your thing if funk's not your thing then then don't 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 mess with it but you know you know like uh, talking about Bernie Worrell you know he loved Bernie Worrell he was like a brother you know like there was a thing they had a real bond 
And he was just that way with people that he, you know, like the way he bonded with Cindy and John, you know, and me, you know, it was, it was fantastic. We were, we were privileged. We were very, very privileged. I got the feeling, seems uh, like you were kind of protective of him. All of you guys were. Was that my, is that my interpretation, or you think that's well, fair to say? Well, you know, one thing, one thing to, to remember is that, you know, Jack, had gone through some real challenges. I mean, Jack had had a liver transplant, and and the fact that he came out of that situation and got a lot of good years out of it. You know, like, I mean, the transplant thing is no joke. I mean, even with the advances in medicine, you know, re rejection happens a lot. And the fact that he was came out of it strong and playing great. But you know, we were also aware of the, of the fact that you know that. This was hard, you know, it was hard for him. And he gave, you know, we, when we went out, you know, it wasn't like, oh man, poor Jack. He, he, he played his ass off and he was just, he was 100% there. Um, and you guys we weren't to, doing it rock star style playing one set, you were doing it jazz cat style, going out playing yeah. a couple of sets. Yeah. It's well, a lot of work. And we, we, but we were fortunate, man. We were fortunate. You know, we, we did some very cool, you know, we did some, we played Bonnaroo. You know, we, as I said, we played Hollywood Bowl. We played some really, some, you know, played some great, we had some great moments. And and anyway, you know, Jack, you know, as some, after some of the shows, you know, it would be, I would say after the last note, I'd be like, man, you know. He, he would, we would all be tired, but you know, we'd say, "Yo, Jack," you know. But the next day, it'd be time to do it, and he'd be up for it. We had some crazy thing, you know, because we at one point, you know, we were we were working before we made the Spectral record. We we were doing a run of shows. We did stuff at the Blue Note, and we played Jazz Alley in uh, in Seattle. And on the way to that, you know, I found out, you know, like I was on online on the plane and found that that Gary Moore had passed and. You know, I had to tell him when we landed, and and it was, I mean, it was really really hard, and uh, because Gary Gary and him, you know, were very close. But you know, he also, I mean, but 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 it just became I became very present to the fact of how many people, wonderful musicians, he had lost in his life. I mean, like I I just. It became very clear when Jimmy passed what that meant for him, and when Felix Papillardi, you know, what that you know what those losses meant for him. And um, and we had a show to do, and he soldiered on. He played a great show, you know. So he's someone I admire a great deal, great deal. Vernon Reed talking about Jack Bruce. And their experience together in the band Spectrum Road with Cindy Blackman, Santana, and John Medeski. Are uh, the three of you going to try to find some way to go we're, forward we're, together? You know, we're talking. We don't know what that means. You know, we don't know exactly what that means. But we're, but we're definitely talking. Definitely talking. And... Um, we have to do something. Well, well certainly there's going to be tributes to Jack, and, 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 and really a lot of different people are going to have to come together, I feel, because such a one passing out of the world must be, attention must be paid, you know? And, um, and I guess 
who I'll have discussions with Margaret, his 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 wife, and you know, with Natasha's daughter and Malcolm, and you know, and and um, things will go on. We have no plans as of yet, but certainly John and Cindy and I, you know, want to be part of whatever is going to go down. You know, um, so. Can I call upon you? Okay. So we've got about 20-some minutes left. Should we check out a little bit more of the Spectrum Road at Perugia, or uh, do you have a request I'll gladly fulfill? Well, you know what? I actually want, there was a tune we were supposed to play. <laughs> yeah. You messed up. I fought, I'm telling you, that guy, he always He's, does that. That yeah, guy, yeah, oh, that engineer, yeah, yeah, yeah. shows up here, thinks he owns the place, Yeah. Sure. carries on like yeah. little Lord Fauntleroy. And screws up the engineering. He's done this to me, I don't know how countless many times. Time, countless times. Every show, it seems, quite honestly. And, and, and somehow, he, somehow, somehow. <laughs> somehow. That, some, somehow charming that, lad that, that, that he Teflon, is. <laughs> coated in Teflon, <laughs> nothing sticks to him. Nope. Try as I might. Dogs I, and cats living together. Rivers flowing backwards. It's quite astonishing. We were playing, we played a little bit, uh, one of the many things that shows up here in the WKCR archives. None of this music is commercially available. It's all only radiologically available to you, dear listener. But um, Radiologically? That's like... <laughs> Busted. Uh, yes. Yes. You got to tune in. Got to have your tuner. Um, Perugia, 2012. What do you remember about that date? I remember the food was fantastic. Always, always, <laughs> always. I remember that. I remember that. I remember the stage. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's all coming back to me now. It's very sunny. It's nice. Mm. It was nice. Outdoor show. A lot of, lot, yeah, a lot of arches. Mm. Yeah, lovely. Nice nice lovely. Yeah. All right. Let's see. You're going to tell me if uh, if I get this track wrong, you'll tell me, and we'll we'll cue up the right one. Uh, the band Spectrum Road. Vernon Reed, our guest, playing guitar. John Medeski on the organ. Was he just playing on other, other keyboards? Organ, organ and, and Mellotron. Mm. And Mellotron. That was, that's one, one, one of the things that made it so cool. <laughs> playing, playing the Mellotron solos. It was great. Cindy Blackman. You were, we, well, you'll hear the Mellotron. You'll know it's Mellotron. We'll talk about Mellotron another time. Cindy Blackman Santana playing drums. drums. And the subject of tonight's Deep Focus, Jack Bruce playing the bass. And... Uh, Let's get on the WKCR chopper, fly to Perugia. This sound like it? We'll find out in a second. <laughs>
Music from Jack Bruce's, sad to say, his last album. Jack Bruce passed away last month, but uh, not without leaving a profound mark on the world of music, and in particular on my guest tonight, Vernon, Vernon Reed. Yeah, yeah, and, So uh, what we just heard was uh, Keep It Down. We'd heard, heard uh, an early, a live version of that earlier on. And uh, that was with Jack. Uh, Bernie Marsden playing great guitar on it, John Modeski, and Frank Tonta on drums. And before that, we heard Jerome. Um, right, with Jack and Minos Paul on, on drums. And uh, Jack playing some fuzz bass, which was really, really great to hear. You, Vernon, uh, obviously, Jack Bruce made a big mark on your life. Mm -hmm. You made a big mark on his, too. I know that I was very lucky to spend a little bit of time with you guys and to listen to the music of Spectrum Road, and I know you gave him a fantastic opportunity to do something he really loved. Well, you know, I mean, I, I generally feel it like, you know, I was just honored to be, I think of all the people I've had a chance to meet, of the people I've had a chance to work with and meet, you know, Jack um, is, in a, is in a real place, high place for me, um, simply because of the fact that I actually feel like I worked with the actual man and not a simulacrum, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, like he let, absolutely. He let, you know, he let us in, really let us into his life. And, um, you know, that's one of the most, um, you know, that's of the, you know, it's privileged. You know, it's like, um, it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen often. You know, it's very much like, I, I connect Jack to, to my mentors. I connect him to Carlos. I connect him to Shannon. You know, I connect him to blood. You know, I connect him to Ornette. You know, he's, you know, because with each of those artists, you know, uh, these are artists who really touched my life and who allowed me to touch theirs. And so, you know, I connect him to Seiko Sundiata, you know. And there's a quality of soul that transcends the form it takes. It transcends the case that transcends the casing yeah that that's really what the music's about isn't it it's yeah. about trying to find a way to get to the person who's really there you know and that's what's and that's the thing about the arts that people think of the arts as a frivolous thing you know they think about you know a painting on a wall or a sculpture or somebody lifting their leg and dancing and but it's really about encountering the experience of life in a really profound way. You know, we have, we're a moment. We are all a moment. And, and, and knowing how powerful it is to inhabit your moment, when somebody does that, whatever they're doing, what they're doing is immaterial. The style, the thing, but when somebody is in their moment of really being alive. It's a special thing. It's a special thing. And um, and when somebody, when people show up in a way as profound as Jack Bruce showed up 
because he really got it every day. You know, he lived his life. And um, he was available to live his life. And he, and he shared that ability to inhabit life itself with everyone that saw him, everyone that experienced him. You know, the, the real thing about what the greats do is that they, they you know, because one of the things I like to say is everyone, everybody's the Jimi Hendrix of something. Hmm. And I really believe that. Everybody is the Jimi Hendrix of something. And the whole challenge is to find out what that thing is. And the tragedy is never knowing what that is. Or not having the courage to know, to you know. So a lot of people don't have the, you know, it's scary. It's a risk, you know. Um, for him to leave Scotland, for Jimmy to leave Seattle, you know, it's a risk. And um, and that kind of courage, you know, is it's it's a beacon. It's like if you know, I think of him as a beacon. And across time, it doesn't, you know. When you see somebody, it doesn't matter whether what what the what the genre the genre is like a mask, you know, all of it, you know, the activity is a mask. Um, you, if you see a garden that's really that somebody planted a beautiful garden. They're telling you something about what it is to be alive. And I think that um, Jack did it. So, Vernon Reed, talking about his friend, his inspiration, his... And gardening. And gardener. <laughs> Not his gardener. <laughs> remembering Jack Bruce. Remembering a oh, yeah. great, great musician. And uh, just a uh, fantastic privilege to uh, play his music for you tonight. Kill him. You. You're the star of the show. All right, we're going to go out with the last few seconds we got here. Oh, the band Spectrum Road get their CD. The CD is uh, the eponymous CD Spectrum Road. And uh, keep it tuned right here to WKCR FM New York. I'm Mitch Goldman. Thank you, Mitch. Thank you, Vernon. Great joy. Thank you, listeners. Great pleasure bringing you the music. I'm waving at the interns. Hey. Thanks for the coffee. And Nora and Noah. Nora and Noah, ladies and gentlemen. Nora and Noah.